What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Keith from Mixtag. Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. And I'll tell you what, man, when we go to Disney, you know me and my family, uh, there's six, seven luggage containers, uh, you know, book bags, totes, uh, carry-ons. It's ridiculous, especially this last time. And uh, you got to have the right gear. So this is awesome. We are teaming up with DB exclusively to our listeners. 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10, P-O-D-10, or going to the link in our show notes, DB. It's time to move on. Time to get going. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mixtag. It's your man, the cowboy, Jared Watson, and I'm alongside the Wrestling Encyclopedia in three-time, three-time, wait for it now, wait for it, three-time Indian Leg Wrestling Champion, Mr. Keith White. Keith, I'm going to actually skip by, you know, asking you how you are, because I'm just going to say life is pretty darn good right now. NFL is back. I won two of my fantasy football leagues this week. Didn't do well on my pick'em, but you know that's okay. And you know AEW is, um, yeah, it's the top wrestling company in the world right now. And one current WWE Hall of Famer agrees with me, even though he still works with WWE. We're gonna get into that in this episode. All right, Keith, how are you doing this week? Man, I I forgot how I'm doing because you basically just you know cut me off, and I love it. I'm, I'm here for that. So good for you. Uh, I think I'm doing well. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That was great. I was not expecting you to just deny me. Hey, life is good when you're at the top, baby. Um, you know, as Adam Cole would say. Who is in AEW, by the way? You Crazy are, yep. world. Crazy you world are, we live in. You are feeling yourself right now, and I'm, I'm loving it. You are feeling yourself, and you're feeling your favorite company. Oh, yes. It's a good time to be an AEW fan. Good time to be a wrestling fan also in general. But, uh, Keith, we're here to talk to today about and give our reactions to a little video a certain WWE Hall of Famer by the name of Mick Foley sent out on his social media uh, the other the other day. Uh, basically, you know, getting on WWE for what they've been doing the past few weeks. Uh, we're going to listen to the video. We're going to show... Uh, the tagging, what this was all about. If they have not heard it already, let's do it right now. Hello, this is hardcore legend Mick Foley. I'd like to title this video WWE. We've got a problem because I think you do. And that problem is that WWE is no longer the place for talent to aspire to. Part of it is because AEW is doing a great job of attracting great talent, proven talent building other talent, creating storylines, but part of it is a problem of your own making. I think younger talent sees the way that developmental characters are cut or 
left by the wayside, or in the case of Karrion Cross, greatly watered down and even made a joke of when they debut on the main roster. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Uh, if I was an aspiring talent now, big league talent with a major decision to make, I'm not sure that I would trust WWE Creative to do the right thing with my career. You guys did wonders with me uh, back in the day. But that was a different time, different place. If it was today, I'm not sure I would trust the powers to be uh, with my career in their hands. And until that changes, WWE, you've got a problem. There you heard it. The Hall of Fame legend himself, Mick Foley, uh, talking about WWE and their problems, quote-unquote problems, they've been having lately. Uh, Keith, I want to get your initial reactions from this first because this just took the wrestling social media scene by storm. He's not wrong, Jared. Um, <laughs> he's not wrong. We've seen what happened with Karrion Cross, And if you go back to Mick Foley's career and character they were going to name him mason the mutilator yeah you know they they were going to name stone cold steve austin fang mcfrost and chili mcfreeze <laughs> yes um they have a history of just being boneheaded and goofy and i don't mind him saying that you know they would be concerned about what they were going to do with their character because if you think about it you have to be a little bit, well, you have to be a lot selfish in wrestling because there's only so much room for any roster. There's only, only so much room at the top. And the way that they book you is going to be the way that independent companies perceive you when you get your future endeavors, which is going to happen at some point for most talent. So you have to be really careful about how they book you. Now, some people don't care, just like in any business, you know, in any company. Some people are literally just there for the beer. They're there for the paycheck, clock in, clock out. They're good to go. But if you're somebody who aspires to be the best at your craft, you don't want what they're, what's happening to guys coming up from NXT. I have to even wonder if the criticisms internally is so great with what they've done with the people from NXT that maybe that's why they've rebranded. So that way, like there can't be that, that stigma anymore. You come from NXT, so you go up to the main roster and get made a fool of. I mean, what did you show me the other day? Carrion uh, Cross and John Morrison from Impact yes. in, a, in, a, in a championship match, and now with a, a water gun, a super soaker fight. Yeah. Talk to me, Jared. Oh, you already know what I'm going to say. It's been like this for the past year, two years, maybe of just bad booking, bad product, bad characters from WWE. It's not fun anymore. WWE is not fun to watch anymore. Like, I did not watch Monday Night Raw other than to see Big E win the WWE Championship the last 10 minutes of Raw. I didn't tune in a single bit, and I was so happy. I was not, like, overwhelmed thinking, I'm missing Raw right now. I wasn't. I was happy. I was content. I was fine. Like you said, Karrion Cross, one of the most, if not the most dominant figure in NXT history, holding that NXT championship, goes up to the main roster and, be, and is being super soaked by John Morrison with a toy water gun. I mean, what? What? It blows my mind. 
And we're not even mentioning that John Morrison does a, doesn't deserve that with as talented as he is. Yes. When WWE brought back John Morrison, I was like, yes, this is great. We're going to see that high flying ability, Johnny Impact, you know, style main eventer guy that we we left off with in 2013 when he left. But then he's like teaming with Miz and Morrison, and then they're going, hey, hey, ho, ho, Miz and Morrison. I'm like, really? Like, what is going on here? Um, no, it's just it's it's a sad situation. Mick Foley's right. If I'm an aspiring wrestler, let's say I'm a 21-year-old guy looking to break into the business. I don't want to go to WWE right now. You know where I want to go? A-E-W. Because you know why? The best reason why? Creative freedom. That's what Brian Danielson said. Oh, by the way, he's in AEW now too. Shocker, shocker. The American Dragon is back, folks. Um, no, that in the press conference they had, that was the first thing he said. He said, over there, you don't have the freedom that you have here in AEW. You just don't. It is what it is. Vinnie Mac holds the reins. And you're just rolling, rolling, rolling with it. And, you know, Daniel Bryan had a great run with WWE for a while. He was made to be a B-plus player as the storyline, and it worked. It worked. I mean, everybody got behind him. It was great. It was the underdog story of the year. Greatest uh, underdog in history, possibly, maybe after Rey Mysterio. But now he's going to... Eric Rowan by his side, and he's all this nature guy now. Remember that when he held the WWE Championship the last time? So it's just Daniel didn't want to do that. Brian didn't want to do that. Like it was obvious he didn't want to do that. That was the main thing why people leave that company to go somewhere else. It doesn't even have to be AEW. It could be NWA. It could be MLW. It could be whatever. The reason they leave the company because they don't have creative freedom and they don't like the way it's going. And I don't blame them. I mean, do you blame them for wanting to leave? Like, I don't. No, if you, if you would, especially if you're a talker, like if you're a guy that has like really good improvisational mic skills and you have a skill set, because we have to also have to mention that not only do they neuter you on the mic with their scripted promos, but they also neuter you with your skill set. Like you're not allowed to use a lot of moves. Now, do they, do they overuse the Canadian destroyer in AEW? They sure do. Yes, but, but you know, I mean, you got you got Britt Baker using Adam Cole's finisher to a gigantic pop. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're just—it's fun. It's AEW is fun. Wrestling is fun again. You and I are going to have fun Wednesday, October sixth. Oh my gosh, it's going to be Philadelphia. such a blast. So I mean, and that's you know, I I have fun now watching MLW again when you know when that's on. You know, we had fun watching the first season of NWA Power. You know, like there are other options for pro wrestling to be fun. And the WWE doesn't necessarily give that to a certain demographic of fan anymore. Sure. And they just don't. And it's okay. We've we've talked about it being okay. We also know that our show, like we, if we're honest, we, we skew AEW, but we don't want to. We don't. We want to like the WWE. We want yes. to like the WWE. We do. We truly do. But we're also not going to. Sh- we're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to BS. We're not going to uh, brown nose. None of that stuff. We don't do that. Uh, and we we don't do that on any company. We we when we see something, we say it. So right now, Mick Foley's not wrong. Yeah, yeah, and it's just 
what did WWE do, Keith, uh, when it was WWF in the 90s? When WCW was taking over in the demographic, they were winning every week. What did WWE do? They changed their whole entire landscape. They had a new attitude, and look where it got them. They beat out WCW. Can we not go back to that, maybe? Can we see that edgier type thing? We're seeing it on SmackDown a little bit with Roman Reigns. But, and by the way, Roman Reigns and the Usos are about the only thing that's actually watchable in the company right now. But I will say SmackDown is pretty good most of the times. Two weeks ago, I found myself saying, well, whoever's, you know, doing SmackDown creative-wise this week had to be doing Raw the, the episode before. It, it, was, it was a Raw-esque episode of SmackDown. But I want to, before you say anything, Keith, I want, I want to go to the point where it's, if, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Great point with Karrion Cross. Another point, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is like this snobby heel now. She's, a, she's being the typical heel. Coward, doesn't want to fight anybody because she thinks she's great now. Um, everybody loved the man, uh, just so you know. The man would fight anybody, anywhere, anytime. Why are you changing Becky Lynch? It was so over, Keith. The man was so over. Why are you changing her character to this? It's it's making her look bad. I, I just, I don't know. Go ahead, go ahead Keith. I, I need a break. I'm glad that you made me wait because I was going to take all the wind out of your sails when you were talking about WWE. You were like, and what did they do? during the Monday Night Wars, and I was going to say, stole everything from ECW. (laughs) That's a true point. That's a true point. (laughs) Hey, but it worked. It got him the win. It did. So now we just need to find whoever they're going to steal from. Will it be MLW? Will it be RLH? Um, No, it's just, uh, it is frustrating. Um, Becky Lynch, like you said, Becky Lynch comes back. She should she should come back as a face and she should, and somebody can be a monster heel to basically spoil her party. Um, Zelina Vega, uh, Sasha Banks, when she comes back, um, I could list a thousand others. Well, let, let's just go ahead and do Vega because of all the names we can mention, Vega needs the biggest rub. Yeah. Have some, you know, stars make stars. So have Becky Lynch make Vega into a stratosphere star, a superstar. Yeah. You know, we, cause there's only, and I'm not knocking her, but there's only so many Charlotte Flair matches we have left. Oh my, and, yes. Right. I mean, oh. it's just, and I, and I love Charlotte Flair, but like, you have to be really careful about any division getting stale. And I have to feel like sometimes, even though it is, and I know you don't necessarily like this Jared, but it is the best women's division. WWE has the best overall women's roster. Sure. Okay. They, they can't keep putting out the same crap all the time. Yes. Um, I, I'm of the notion that whenever Charlotte Flair's contract is up, I can easily see her going to AW. Uh, you know, her, her man is there. Yeah. Uh, her father might be there. Her, her father, her father might be there very soon yeah. and family's huge to them. So I don't see her being long for the company. So that takes away somebody. You know, you have a couple injuries here and there, just like AEW did, and then all of a sudden, your division's looking a little rough. You got to make stars, and yep. so 
Becky Lynch could have made somebody being a dastardly heel and turn them into a megastar. Yeah. And that's true. Like, like you could have had, like you said, Selena Vega step up to the challenge and Becky Lynch say, you know what? You want a piece of the man? Bring it on. It's on right now. But instead you send Bianca Belair, who I, I was okay with getting, you know, a rematch, you know, obviously from what happened at SummerSlam. But Becky said, nope, not today. I don't want to fight you. I've already taken you out. Why should I do it again? I'm like, come on. The man would fight anybody, anytime, anywhere. That's what the man was. Don't change what's good. And here's the kicker, Keith. NXT. You're taking away the one good thing that the company had. And you're bringing it to Vincent Kennedy McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. Brother love. And... And you're calling it NXT 2.0 and making it look like a tie-dye some eighth grader did on a summer camp field trip. Like, what are you doing, man? And and here and here's my thing, Keith. We can only see so much of Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus on Raw every week. At least with AEW, you see new matches every week with new people and new faces. I see Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Damian Priest. Rhea Ripley every single week on Monday Night Raw. Every week. You're not telling me you don't have a flux of talent back there that could step in every once in a while. I got to give AEW all the credit in the world because like you said, they also advertise week to week. So every week, you know what's coming next and you're like, oh, I haven't seen that match yet. You know, oh, that is different. Um, and, And look what they're doing with CM Punk. They're about ready to put him in a program with Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna make powerhouse Hobbs into a star that we said that he could be. You've mm-hmm. been you've been on him since day one since oh, you yeah. saw him. Yes. So so this is that time he's about to get that that rub, and eventually we know that they're gonna do a CM Punk and MJF, which is gonna bro- blow the roof off the place in terms of promos. Cannot wait for that. Um. Oh, how do you, how did you? We gotta talk. How did you feel about um? How did you feel about MJF coming after uh uh Ooh. Brian Pillman Jr. like? Out that of line, was, uh, or uh, I mean, obviously he would have had to gotten the okay from Pillman Jr. Like you can't say something like that without getting his approval. I heard somebody say that they thought it was out of um, it was out of line because like little kids watch the product, and I'm sitting there I'm like, wait, like I, I mean, just like back in the day, I guess like I'm looking at it from a parent's lens now, but you know, little kids shouldn't be watching AEW necessarily. Yeah. Uh cuz I know if if I was 8 years old and my parents saw me watching some dude getting cutting open with a pizza cutter, yeah. They'd be yeah. tossing that pizza cutter out of the house. Yeah. You know, I like, get that. Um uh, yeah, he mentioned he mentioned abortion, he mentioned, you know, hot topic things, drugs and everything. Yeah. But that was all on the dark side of the ring and and AEW I yes, the time slot isn't the best in terms of like older audience, but for rampage for Friday nights, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not supposed to, it's not, I don't think the AW is supposed to be marketed to children. I think the AW is for the sure. pro wrestling fan yeah. who is like 16 and up. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. I, I definitely get your point there. Yes. But I, I mean, it's, 
kids are going to watch regardless. I mean, yes, that's the thing. Like they might go up to their mom. And here's the thing. MJF really didn't finish the sentence because Pillman kind of socked him in the jaw. He said, I wish or your mother could have abort. And then kind of, yeah, it, yeah, so. I know. But, but yes, I get, I get your point. It, it might've been a little like, okay, this is getting like real. Yeah. But well, you're making that, MJF what he is. That's what I'm saying. MJF is so good at everything he does. I mean, he just, yeah. it's, uh, he's 24 it's, Keith. I know. I know. It's, it's scary. It really is. It is dude. Well, I'll tell you what. Mick Foley was spot on because yeah. MGF MGF could not have gotten away with any of this in the <laughs> WWE. So, no. you know, Mick Foley had a point. I know that the WWE is really on him. I think they're upset. Okay, so be it. You got criticized. He's not wrong. Yeah, and that was the thing. Cover story saying WWE not happy with Mick Foley over what he said. Well, guess what? We're not happy with you. We're not happy with your product. Your product has frankly sucked over the last year. It really has. And we've tried, like you said, we've tried on here to love it or give it a chance. SmackDown's been mostly good. I mean, fair share there. But damn, Raw has been a travesty. It's been a nightmare. And now I can only hope that NXT somehow clings to what it used to be. Uh, And is Samoa Joe really injured? Or is that another Vince McMahon move type thing? That's another thing people have been speculating. If that is, that's I. If it is that, I feel like that's in poor taste because he legitimately was hurt. Yeah. So if if this is if this is a work or a swerve, I think that that is absolutely poor taste for anybody who's been injured and had their career cut short. Yeah, agreed. AEW is the best company in wrestling right now, and if you want to debate me on that, you can, but you're gonna lose. So, can't Manning. Anyway. Uh, no, no, for real. If if you're a true wrestling fan, you need to watch AEW every week. It's getting to that point where it's just, it's taking over. It's a revolution almost. Uh, with, you know, they're finally getting those established stars in there. And that's what's awesome about it. You have the homegrown AEWs and then the new guys. Awesome to see. But that's going to cover it for this episode of Mixed Tag. We are in agreement with Mick Foley. Are you in agreement with Mick Foley, Tag Gang? Let us know. Uh, Give us a tweet, a Facebook message, or an email at mixtagshow at gmail.com to give us your opinion on Mick Foley's take. Uh, you know our stance. We want to hear yours. You can follow us on social media, on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Keith's always on Twitter. This is where we found this video uh, from Mick Foley, so make sure to keep an eye on us there. Uh, please share this episode wherever uh, you share your podcast or listen to your podcast. This was awesome. I love talking about this kind of thing. We want WWE to succeed, but AEW is just on top right now. From the Wrestling Encyclopedia and three-time, three-time, wait for it, three-time Indian Leg Wrestling Champion, Mr. Keith White. I'm the Cowboy, Jared Watson, signing off. We are out.